Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Like, totally for sure, meet me at the mall, okay? But not just any mall, Walt Disney World's outdoor dining, shopping, and entertainment hotspot, Disney Springs. But first, travel news, including incredible promotional pricing at Disney World, big changes at the Poly, and Jess's favorite little theme park in the world. Look over the menu and prepare to shop till you drop. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventure Society. In these unprecedented times, we all need a little comfort food and retail therapy to help calm our nerves and remind us of the better days. The good news is Disney Springs has all that and then some all in one place. Let's get the news out of the way so we can enjoy a lazy day at the Springs. But first, I was wondering, what's your go-to mall food court order? Mm. Oh, mall food. I like a General Toe's chicken from Panda Express. I was going to go that same route and say something from the whatever mall Chinese establishment is there. Some General Snow, yeah. some orange chicken, whatever they mm. stuck a toothpick in and handed you a sample of and <laughs> yeah, shouted at you that. aggressively <laughs> as you walk past. Pulling <laughs> you, an unused you, toothpick. Yeah. You, you circle back and forth wearing a series of clever disguises to get more than one sample. Then you don't even have to pay for your lunch. That's genius. <laughs> one of my first jobs in high school was working at a mall food court and it scarred me for life. So I, I tend to not... What Eat restaurant did you work at? It was called Jay Brennan's Chicken and Cheese Steaks in, in Town good. Center Mall in, in Georgia. So, yeah. I like a good cheese steak. Mm-hmm. They don't. They no longer exist, so that tells you how good those were. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dan? Growing up, my mall had a had like a real local deli in it. Ooh. In the food court, so I was the weird kid that was going and getting a. Corned beef on marble rye Yum. with uh, hanging out with the retirees. Oh, man. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> yeah. delightful. You're not going to believe what my grandkids are up to. This corned beef isn't as salty as it is over on floor. <laughs> yeah, I was a weird kid. Now, now it's now it's a food court Chinese, though. Can't go wrong with orange chicken. Mm, yummy. Uh. Why do we always talk about food when I have always. not eaten before we record? <laughs> I think we're just about at the end of our food series for now, though. So Aww. we'll be good. <laughs> I mean, we could come up with some more topics if you <laughs> want food, to. More food, more food. Well, everyone's yeah. got to eat. That's true. Yeah. Often. Uh, let's get to work. <laughs> our, show, our show this week is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details. And a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Jess, what's new at Disney World? Well, uh, good news for anybody that was uh, looking to travel to Walt Disney World later on this year into, uh, into the fall. Uh, they have just released three promotional offers uh, that you can save a pretty significant amount of money on your trip, depending on uh, how these apply to you. So the first one is uh, $500 or excuse me, up to $500 uh, 
off of a room and ticket package at select Disney Resort hotels from September 4th to December 25th. And that one is just open to the public. Um, the second one is is really interesting because I don't remember in the past seeing a, a targeted deal like this from Disney. Um, but this one is for residents of Alabama, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, <laughs> Virginia, and uh, West Virginia. And those residents can save up to 30% off of a Walt Disney World room reservation from September 4th to the 25th of December as well. The drive market state. Yeah, I don't recall yeah. a geographically targeted no, deal not, like nothing. that. Well, I assume that it's like uh, nobody wants to fly, so let's get people that'll drive in. Exactly. Yeah. They're they're it's, definitely targeting what whatever range they think is the drive market for. Although I've, I've driven from... Richmond, Virginia to Walt Disney World once. We did that <laughs> once and it was like a 12-hour drive and, and we'll not do that again. So we fly every time because it's only like mm -hmm. a two-hour flight. But I hate driving. There's yeah. also, uh, and they quietly put this one out there, there's an annual pass discount right now. Right, and that was the, the, the third one is um, annual pass holders can save up to 40% on rooms at select Disney Resort hotels for stays most nights through September 1st through December 25th. And all so. the way up to Christmas Day, which is oh, no. wow. Yeah, <laughs> so that means if you unusual. check in on Christmas Day, which is a weird thing to do, check in before Christmas Day at least, you know. Yes. But uh, if you want to check in on Christmas Day, this will still apply. So, Speaking of the Walt Disney World Metro Complex, <laughs> our own Heather Strait is there currently I'm recording this episode from the Contemporary the Hotel. lovely Contemporary Resort here and on spa. the shores of Bay Lake. <laughs> You can't hear the jealousy at all in our voice. Yeah, it's Labor mm -hmm. Day weekend and the crowds are bigger than what we've experienced here the last few times that the rest of us have, have been down since the incident. But uh, <laughs> Since the weirds. Yes, yeah, since the before <laughs> times. We're still in the during times. But still so, so low. Uh, we were in the Magic Kingdom yesterday and we have a couple of shots of Main Street with no one behind us. I, I dropped the family off at Hollywood Studios this morning for them to get some Star Wars in. And that continues to be the place where everyone is going. <laughs> Star Wars Town, USA. Uh, but yeah. still really manageable. It's it's. But then half of those people leave when they can't get mm -hmm. a boarding pass to the rise of the resistance. So true. It's a great time to come down here with the, those offers. And the offers are great. We've priced out all sorts of different scenarios and it's a really good discount yeah it's the time yeah. to hit the parks please and in please a, uh, call what a week <laughs> a week and a half we'll have uh pumpkins and fall leaves decorating the place yeah the so touch you can of get fall. Your, yeah you can get your and also touch along with that on. Along with that, since uh, the last episode, they are uh, they announced they're opening a few more uh, dining locations. I saw that Gaston's yep. is coming back. Yeah, Gaston's. Um, the uh, was it uh, Mickey or Minnie's? Uh, I cannot remember the name of that restaurant. It, it's the at thing at Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. Hollywood and Vine. Vine and Hollywood Vine. Hollywood and Vine. But the 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 Hollywood six six, uh, the, the six sentence title of the yeah. <laughs> yeah i can never remember it's like minnie's thing minnie's, but so now it's yeah. just a it's like topolino right they're just gonna have characters wave at you mm -hmm. on the way by and yeah and i think it said it was gonna be family style instead of uh, the yes. buffet that it, mm -hmm. it was and then um and you can Cinderella's get a, royal table that is, that one was a great one yes. reopening too, although yeah. the princesses are still no taking princesses. a break no that's princesses. weird they're on vacay. 
They're so you have to catch them in a cavalcade. I'm assuming that's because they don't want the princesses wearing masks, although they could really accessorize and... The princesses are all in ventilators. Just give them a bedazzle mask. Oh, Jeff. (laughs) Jeff. Uh, and then the wah, most exciting wah. one is uh, is uh, Wagon's Ho uh, at in Frontierland, that little snack stand. It's finally back opening up. back up. Yeah, I prefer the place called Wagon Hose. I thought it was called Westward Ho. They changed that. That's to what it lizards. is. Yeah, Westward, something like that. <laughs> but you, you'll be able to get a gray stuffed cupcake at Gaston's. That's true. I've seen a lot Gross. of a lot of griping on the interwebs lately. Of, from people who uh, used to like to go to be our guests and just have dessert so they could get that cupcake. Uh, but you can't do guys. that anymore now that they changed it to a, uh, a prefix menu. I mean, it's yeah. guys, but it's not, it's not, it's I just, mean, it's, it's ground up Oreos good. mixed with whipped cream. You can do that. At yeah. home. It's... <laughs> oh, harsh words. <laughs> <laughs> the gauntlet has been it dropped. Has. There are some other cool things that are opening back up little like extra magic touches in, in the Magic Kingdom. I noticed yesterday they have the cast members back personalizing um, the Christmas ornaments and the parasols. Oh, good. You used to be able to get your name and some No cute... trip is complete without me getting a personalized parasol. Right? <laughs> But little stuff like that that you noticed if you were a frequent guest. 300 of them. And you noticed we're gone. Little stuff like that is starting to come back. So it's nice. Um, Hong Kong restarted their, not Hong Kong, Shanghai restarted their fireworks display too, right? Yes. Doesn't that happen last week? Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We can talk about it now, though, (laughs) if you want. That's fine. (laughs) I was just thinking of all of the things that are starting to slowly come back. Heather, do you have any news? Well, thinking about <laughs> thinking about things that are changing in, yeah. in the in the travel world, Heather, what are the airlines doing? This is so exciting, and I really hope that this does stay around. They say that it's going to. It started with United Airlines, and they have eliminated all change fees. And they say United says this is going forward. It's not just during the COVID times, but that they are not going to bring back any change fees. And very shortly yes. after that happened, Delta and American followed. So, I mean, that's huge. Delta's change fee was $200. 200 bucks. And I think mm-hmm. American and United were similar. And they really they didn't budge too. on those. Yep. And that was that was kind of a nightmare if you change need to change your plans last minute. So it made sense that they were doing it for uh, during the pandemic. But the fact that they've all pledged to keep them gone is really great. So what do the other carriers like the Southwest? It's always been that way. What What is their differentiator now? Because they're not all that cheap compared to the other airlines no, these free days. bags, I they're think, not. is the only thing they still have. Free, oh, yeah. Free bags and their stupid boarding system. <laughs> right. The no, no assigned seats. And their, their I love biting Southwest. sense of humor that they always love to display. Mm-hmm. And their shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over Southwest. They're not a good deal. I know they're at not, least that not in great Grand Rapids, but Grand Rapids is expensive it's for everyone. Expensive out of our airport, and Same for Birmingham. they have gotten rid of our direct flight to Orlando, which was Same really here. the only reason I kept using them because of the price. Yep, and, and they never have that sweet like thirty nine dollars no, flight deal that other places I get emails so. for those things all the yeah. time, and it's it's always if I want to fly to Albuquerque from for me Richmond it's and... Baltimore. <laughs> if I wanted to yeah. go to Baltimore, which I do not. If you're not. Bugs Bunny, you're, oh, I go to Baltimore. You got the perfect yeah. deal. Yeah. Oh. 
That airport is the armpit of America's <laughs> airports. Which are which I think one? That whole region is Baltimore. <laughs> Houston's the other armpit, though. That that place stinks. Yeah, you gotta have a hobby. Houston mm. hobby. Yeah. yeah. Here's a yeah, hobby. So a good... Redecorate the airport for your hobby. <laughs> Speaking of redecorating places, just uh, some somewhere else at Disney World's getting redecorated, isn't it? Yeah. So Disney uh, announced that they are postponing the reopening of the Polynesian Village Resort until summer of 2021. Oof. Yeah, that's a that's a big one that was kind of out of the blue. Um, they said they're going to use this time to complete some refurbishment work at the resort hotel, including enhancements to the great ceremonial house and guest rooms. And nice. they, they expect work to begin in early October. And they, they said they will share more details uh, when it begins. Um, if if you do, are, if your heart's set on staying there, the villas and bungalows at uh, the resort will remain open during the refurbishment. So those will be open for people to stay at. And there's been some rumors slash speculation slash maybe somebody from Disney that made a quote they shouldn't have that um, <laughs> they are going to be adding Moana theming to at least some of the rooms, possibly suites at the hotel. Um, yeah. Yeah. They said some... that somebody said that to the Orlando Sentinel. So it seems yeah. like yeah, it's is a it, decent there's some, source. Right. There's some Moana themed soft goods. Where is it up? Uh, there's somewhere already. One of the restaurants are somewhere on the property that already has that Moana theming a little bit. Yeah, and there's some photos outside um, some of the rooms at the Poly currently that have new yeah. carpeting that has Moana theming in it, and the doors are different. Yeah. So. It's very subtly Moana, though. Like, if yeah, you hadn't seen, I mean, and it's funny, though, they're calling it Moana theming. Well, Moana is Polynesia themed. So. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know if this, it's like, oh, that's the pattern from Moana, but that pattern comes it's, from. Polynesia. Is, yeah. yeah, from the South it's, Pacific. It's probably going to be a lot of hidden hay hay's and things like that. So. Yeah, I was yeah. wondering Presumably if maybe there'll be some artwork in yeah, the hit, room. Just hidden cocks everywhere. Hey! When, did you, when, you when did you say that was opening again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's looking for a nice soft opening. She's like on Disney right now. Reservations. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> oh, PG, guys. <laughs> Yeah, we PG thirteen. There's lots of I'm hidden rocks. Talking about chickens. Hey, hey. And... Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, and that chicken has a huge. <laughs> well, we're off the rails now. And what's happening in the Dominican Republic? <laughs> Great segue, man. Great segue. Yeah. <laughs> well, How am I supposed to pull this back? I don't know. Just That's what he asked. <laughs> Just pretend they're not there. You just push the big red button. And <laughs> so the Dominican Republic really, really, really needs tourism back. They have announced a new responsible tourism recovery plan, which basically the, the there are two key points of it. One is that they are no longer going to require proof of a negative COVID-19 test in order for tourists to enter the country. What they're going to do instead is random testing at the airport. Brilliant. Yeah. But the second thing actually is a good, really good thing for anyone who wants to visit the Dominican. And that's that all tra travelers will be offered a free trip insurance plan that includes not only coverage for COVID-19 testing and treatment if you're positive, but it will also cover all costs of a long-term stay if you do test positive while mm. there and need to quarantine. 
So that's, I mean, that's pretty hmm. good. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have to have your medical care provided in the Dominican Republic? It, possibly. <laughs> That's going to be a no from well, me, I'm though. I'm going to say definitely, because I doubt any airline is going to want to allow you to board their plane and fly back yeah. to the United States with a positive test. <laughs> You're like, oh, I just forgot something at home. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, yeah. sick. I'm not sick or anything. <laughs> I left my oven on. I got to go back. So that, that, that's in place until December of 2020. So I think, that, you know, they're not encouraging anyone who it has tested positive or isn't feeling well to come and visit. But they are trying to make healthy travelers who do want to spend a, you know, spend a week on a beautiful all-inclusive resort in Punta Cana, that it's okay. Um, all of the resorts there, like the resorts in the rest of the Caribbean and Mexico, have done um, a lot of health and safety measures. A lot of them are very similar to what Walt Disney World has done with the enhanced cleaning and the requirement of masks when you're in public places and things like that. But uh, I thought this was a great a great thing that they were doing. They, their, their economy, as with many of the Caribbean islands, is so heavily invested in tourism and they're they're not doing well right now. So they've gotten their resorts back up and running and it's a beautiful, beautiful country. So hopefully that offers a little bit of peace of mind and helps get people back to, to visiting. I ain't never yeah. been. Well, Jeff, if you want to go, you could head over to www.keeptotheworldtravel.com for true. no obligation quote. On the vacation of a lifetime to the Dominican That's Republic. That's true. <laughs> in the meantime, uh, we got a, a preview of this next story. Jess, what's happening in Shanghai? <laughs> yes. I don't know anything about anything Spoiler happening alert. in Shanghai. <laughs> what, what did I miss? What? Oh. Something about some fireworks or something. <laughs> so, we, yeah, we mentioned before uh, on the show that they had uh, started preliminary testing uh, of Shanghai Disneyland's uh, Ignite the Dream, a nighttime spectacular Ooh. of magic and lights. Uh, the, the return of wow. that long-winded show to the resort. And we now have a word that it is officially officially returned to the resort. So that's cool. It is currently in trial operations and uh, the schedule is only showing show times for a few days in advance. Um, so they're asking people to be patient as they might have to make adjustments to mm. it. But Cool. As far as as we know, as of recording, they're still going. So, I don't want any word on what they're doing, how they're staging it, or no, separating. I could not find any details on what they're doing for like Physi spacing, physical uh, other, distancing, other just, and stuff. Yeah, other than the just probably markers and and tape and cast. Yeah, numbers. I was going to guess that there'll be little those little circles or markings on the ground. Yeah, I think that's good because then you got all that elbow room yeah. to hold up your iPad to record the whole <laughs> yeah. thing. Put all three of your kids on your shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to start too many rumors, you guys, but um, last night, so the Magic Kingdom closes at 7 o'clock right now, and last night around 10.30 p.m. Fireworks. Fireworks. And I was Ooh. like, what? What is that? Are, You're are not we the in, first person to report that either. What's happening? And, uh, <laughs> too soon. That's <laughs> yeah. first thought. It was about sometime between 10.30 and 11, and so I ran out and looked, and they were they were testing some pyrotechnics. I don't know what what the deal is there. If they're just getting, you know, testing out some new stuff for when they're able to relaunch or if they're thinking that it might be soon. Do you think that it might be sort of like the parades in that they shorten it at all? Make it sort of a maybe mm -hmm. quicker show so that they don't have to worry about it as much? Right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Do like 
pop up fireworks here there and yonder instead yeah. of a full show mm-hmm. yeah they're gonna that's, have to wait yeah. until it actually gets dark outside though. this is <laughs> like, true yeah. yeah they're still open that's gonna know. be that's gonna be like january it will be soon yeah, yeah. it's uh, last night at uh, you know it was already starting to get dark around seven so yeah but you know normally the parks are open at this time of year until 10 o'clock at night and right the fireworks or are much later even yeah no that was weird when we were in Paris. I never, we've been at Disneyland Paris. I've been there like a total of six nights and the fireworks don't start till like 1130. Very so because it, it doesn't yeah. get dark. Paris is a lot <laughs> like um, uh, we are in West Michigan where we're on the very, very back edge of a time zone. And so it's in during daylight savings time. We're still, we still have light out at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, it was. So it's kind of shocking how we're in the same time zone as Disney World, but the time of day when it gets dark there versus yes, here in Michigan is significant, noticeable. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Paris, it was strange because we were we were there like well after dinner and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what in the world is it's it like ever going to get dark? At night, and it's still sort of just dusk. It's very bizarre. Yeah. In the summertime, it's like that there, and it's it's weird. Speaking of things that are weird, Heather's got a story, and and just I can't wait any longer to find out what a squirrel bar is because I'm hoping it's not a frozen confection that I can buy at a theme park. Oh, Honestly, did not look this yeah. up before the show because I want to be surprised. So. No, this is this is a neighborhood bar that uh, you might want to visit in Dan's home state of Ohio. <gasps> I Did saw this, this story. This yeah. It's an Ohio man that built a backyard bar for his local squirrels. Mm-hmm. And it features seven varieties of nuts on tap. <laughs> I just thought it was the cutest thing that Have I had, I had to mention. <laughs> it even has a restroom sign. And the two the two restroom signs say nuts and no nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Yet for some reason the squirrels don't use it. <laughs> no, I, I was. Do they I, have little urinals. Yes. Do they so have like a coyote cute. ugly show where the squirrels are like in booty shorts and cowboy <laughs> yeah. boots on the bar? He calls I need it the. To see that. He calls it the nutty bar. I'll I'll send this link to Dan and and y'all and so that everybody can check it out. It it it's the guy basically is you know it's where we've all been stuck at home for a long time and a lot <laughs> yeah. of people still are and I think he went a little nutty uh, because he said he was watching his neighbor uh, sitting out on the in the backyard watch, doing bird watching and he's like well I kind of like to watch squirrels and so he mm-hmm. decided to construct a squirrel bar in his backyard it's really, I think I'm gonna it's do the really, same. really cute and he has applied for a patent and plans mm. to launch a business to sell the nutty bar so that you too can have your own squirrel bar in your backyard. I would get that. I've been fascinated with the squirrels. We had one of those bird feeders. It looks like the little Sea uh, Rock City barn oh, yeah. hung on a tr- on a tree limb that we had to have removed. So it's just been sitting on the rail of our deck since then. And the squirrels are loving it because they can just go right in it. And I have had a really good time watching these idiots run in and out of there <laughs> fight each other and i would love to have a whole bar or you need perhaps one of even a brothel bars because it's super cute and he's even the little signs over the uh, what it would be the taps are uh peanut pilsner almond ale pistachio pale ale walnut stout pecan porter i can't tell what this one is something saison something some nut that starts with an s 
uh, and cashew dunkle. <laughs> it's just really cute. <laughs> and there's a picture of a little squirrel helping himself to all the nuts. I'm just more concerned that apparently you can get a patent for any weird ass idea that you, you have that of. isn't really a thing. Like yes. that's not really a thing. <laughs> a squirrel yeah, bar. Is, what's, it is. What's people trying to steal the squirrel bar ideas. It is Ohio, but just in folks. case. Sorry, mine is a gerbil hey. nightclub, so it's different. <laughs> thanks. I would also like to see that. <laughs> this is a hamster speakeasy. Not the same. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> Picturing the gerbils with the <laughs> yeah, I like to see a guinea pig brothel. <laughs> that one gerbil at the end of the night in the corner that's had too you much. Keep going really back desperate. to the brothel, Jeff. Yeah, Let's yeah. No, I'm just imagining like guinea pigs wearing little garter belts and <laughs> and then knocking you here on your front little door. Little negligee. <laughs> yeah. It's, just it's a the FBI. Wednesday at the Williams yes. house. <laughs> You've just been put on the list. <laughs> He's been on the list. <laughs> a new list. <laughs> <sighs> Well, actually, uh, it's been a while since we've had a good wacky hotel, and I've got one that kind of fits in with Heather Squirrel Bar pretty well. Tell me it's a squirrel hotel. (laughs) And you know what time it is, guys? It's Miller Light Time. Gross. Uh, Never is. Miller Light (laughs) Well, in this hotel room it is. And of course, my iPad is moving slow. Give me a second to load it up. Here we go. A headline from Travel and Leisure. You can book this retro 1970s time travel timeshare from Miller Lite for $96 a night. Um, This is a shag carpet pinball machine filled swing in 70s pad with brick and ugly mustard and avocado (laughs) furniture. You're really selling it here, Dan. Some some really nice burnt sienna and all kinds of lovely Miller Lite... uh, decorations all the over the place. It does look super just, fun, as long as I don't have to drink there. They're gross beer. Um, yeah, it, it says uh, this timeshare is located in Mona Lake, Michigan. Oh. And the the 70s inspired amenities include mini bars stocked with Miller Lite and snacks like Funyuns, Ring Pops, Ding Dongs, and more. <laughs> uh, have Miller Dongs. Oh, I should have expected Funyuns. that. Does anyone actually like Funyuns? Ugh. Does anyone actually like Miller Lite? <laughs> no. <laughs> Miller Lite is the Funyun of beer. <laughs> I uh, thought it was the champagne of beers. No, that's Miller no, that's High, High Life. Life. Oh, sorry. Oh, Miller Lite's it's a delicious bad. cousin. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can amuse yourself with uh, Rubik's Cubes and Frisbees. <laughs> yeah, and all the Ding Dongs. That's- I'd like uh, let's make a video. Your no, ding dong. You do with it what you want. <laughs> uh, there's a game room with a pinball machine, record player. Go oh, away, oh, pop up ad. <laughs> pop up ads. That's so seventies. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, pop up ad. I thought you said Papa Bear. I was like, what's that thing in dance house? Papa Bear. <laughs> my grandpa is just sitting on my computer. <laughs> Uh, so there's a game room with a pinball machine, record player, and classic games like Twister. And uh, there's lots of wood paneling. So much wood paneling. So it's, it's like, like Jess's office. room. <laughs> Jess's office. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so starting September 4th, it's already, we're already one day into yeah. it at 9 a.m., uh, the Miller Timeshare will be bookable on Hotels.com. The Miller Timeshare. <laughs> How Groups close of is up- that to where you guys live? Uh, a couple hours? I've never heard of this place. It's uh, Mona Shores. Oh, is, Mona Shores. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's not that far. A couple of hours. Yeah. 
Um, groups of eight can book the groovy pad for up to three nights between <laughs> September 10th and September 30th for $96 a night. And booking is first come, first serve. Only guests 21 and up can book the Miller timeshare. I just Whether got your reference, Jess. Hey, Mona. <laughs> hey, Angela. You know, this uh, this timeshare <laughs> sleeps two, but three's a company. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah. Uh, our door. <laughs> it really does look like the set from Three's Company. It really does. <laughs> so I'm not going to stay there. I'm just going to safely say no. I'll but a place that Jess would like to visit is... Uh, well, this is, yes. So back to the the weird theme parks. If anybody out there has a problem with the height requirements at many theme parks, oh, uh, no. I have a place where you can go where that will not be a factor for you. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Heather, this is a place where you're going to feel big and tall. Oh! So, uh, <laughs> what? We'll head on out to Kunming, China, uh, where in 2009, they opened the Kingdom of the Little People. This is a yes. theme park staffed exclusively oh, wow. by over 100 performers under 130 centimeters or four foot three inches tall. Um, these employees uh, live in a mountainside commune of mushroom shaped homes and oh, perform no. daily make... song and dance routines for visitors. <laughs> they make them uh, live in mushroom houses. Well, it, it, we'll get into I bet that. They don't really live there. So uh, things that you can see them do is perform uh, Gangnam style while wearing little hoodies. Um, <laughs> a performance of Swan Lake. Um, yes. Various karaoke performances. Um, all while dressed in tutus, butterfly wings, oh. and costumes uh, from Imperial China. Actually, um, they're so small, they're dressed in one ones. <laughs> all complaints could be sent to Jeff at goldkeyadventuresociety.com. Um, but the, 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 the highlight of the show is the appearance of the King Dwarf, who is dressed like a Central American dictator. Oh, and little known fact, what? he also started the Disney blog Pinko. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's a typo. That is, that's not right. That's I'm easily confused. Sorry about that, guys. Um, scrub that. Um, <laughs> but, excuse but, me. They prefer, the preferred nomenclature is King Little Person. <laughs> Uh, this King Dwarf is rumored among the employees to have, uh, by the other employees to have a voracious sexual appetite and the highest pay in the park. Oh no. So, so you know, if so you might have been right, it's to see a really like high bar to confused. ascend to, but he got, <laughs> but it's kind of low. So he, he got, he got there. There. Oh, one, one rung at a time. Right. Um, <laughs> Now, honestly, the, yes, the, the park has faced criticism for uh, what is considered the exploitation of its performers. Yeah, but think? in think. many interviews that I've read and come across in my research, the employees that have been interviewed said that they don't see it as exploitation. Um, they say that working in the park gives them an opportunity to earn a living in a country where disabled people get little help from society and yeah. are little commonly help. teased That's, and cruelly neglected. That so, is a good point. You could never um, have this place here in the United right. States. So, yeah, there's there's mixed reactions to it, but uh, the people that are involved seem to to think it, that it's beneficial to them. And uh, it's fifteen dollars to enter. That's a really small fee to pay. So God. Yes, I hoped you'd be a bigger person than that. Yes, yeah. I know. I didn't talk about the size of their penises. though. Oh, no. Oh, wait a minute. Did it again. <laughs> <sighs> in all honesty i have known about this theme park since we started the podcast and i 
have been very wary to bring it up. Yeah. So. You've decided that now was the time. Yeah. <laughs> Just when our listenership you know I got nothing takes to lose. upswing. <laughs> On this, our sure-to-be-last podcast. <laughs> People are going back to work. They're going back to school. People are listening to podcasts again. Now's the, now time, is to the time to share this politically incorrect theme park. Although, let's be uh, honest, many of the weird and wacky theme parks we have found have been completely inappropriate. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much That's so. true. Um, I, I, I don't think I'll be stopping by this one because, yeah, it, it does teeter on exploitation for me. And in my enjoyment of it, I would think be considered exploitation. Maybe not the employment, but yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I would totally go. So do not contact me to plan a trip to <laughs> <laughs> this particular. Send all, send all inquiries to Jeff at Key to Adventures. Yeah. Uh, well, stick around because after the commercial break, we're taking a tour of Walt Disney World's dining, shopping, and entertainment mecca, Disney Springs. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your Key to the World Travel Vacation Planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. We start our journey through time way back in 1975 in the humble Lake Buena Vista shopping village. And as we speed back to 2020, we see people bustling around the shops and restaurants like high-speed little ants. Buildings come and go and the sign up front changes. In 1977, it becomes the Walt Disney World Village. In 1986, we see a tiny Michael Eisner breaking ground on Pleasure <laughs> Island. Then three years later in 1989, a new sign is put up. Welcome to Disney Village Marketplace. In 96, the first giant World of Disney store goes up, and in 1997, the sign out front changes again to read Downtown Disney. The bizarre, futuristic whatchamacallit play structure disappears, and Planet Hollywood and the Rainforest Cafe move in. We make it to 2008, and the Pleasure Island nightclubs celebrate their final New Year's Eve, and then some major construction begins. Finally, in 2016, the area starts to look like our final destination, Disney Springs. Uh, Disney Springs is more than just an outdoor shopping mall. It's a small town where all the residents live in shops and restaurants, I guess. Uh, uh, It's divided into a number of loosely themed areas, each featuring shops and restaurants with their own unique flavors. So let's take a leisurely stroll around the Springs and check out some of the best they have to offer. Uh, do you guys have a particular area or a restaurant or somewhere you want to start off with? Favorite I never know what the areas are called. What's your favorite restaurant 
at Disney Springs? For me, I think it's Morimoto Asia. Morimoto Asia is the correct answer. Anyone else? <laughs> I haven't eaten there yet. I know it's very specifically, you know, Asian or whatever, so it may not be everybody's taste. I think, Jess, you're not that I'm not into, Asian into Asian food yeah. flavors, oh. but it is so good. And it's it's kind of broadly Asian. They have Chinese and Japanese and sushi. That's kind of and... troublesome for someone who wants to move to Japan, mm-hmm. isn't it? I was just thinking that. What were you no, no, yeah, no, going to live off of the weird candy and the goods <laughs> that they sell and, and hey, that, like is made to look KFC. like other things. Even my and, super, and KFC. Yeah, yeah. Even my super, super picky 13-year-old son who eats about five things loves Morimoto Asia. And he, mm-hmm. what he eats there is plain white rice and tempura chicken, which is basically a chicken nugget. <laughs> Without any sauce on it. He will use... He did dip use, it. He dipped yeah. it in the, dip it. something mm-hmm. that sweet and sour. I'm, I think it was, I think they serve it with sweet and sour. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, it was like um, a honey chicken. I don't remember. It was, it's a very good sauce though. And then last time they, we were there, he tried stir fried Chinese vegetables. It was so exciting. <laughs> They have the best ribs I've ever had in my oh. life there. I do like ribs. and, and They're like slow braised rib, and then yeah. they separate them all, mm-hmm. and then they flash fry them and gives that just that mm. kind oh. of caramelizes and crispifies the outside. They of the, ooh, are the baby. most delicious They're ribs a typical ever. Korean barbecue flavor on the ribs, but mm-hmm. the, the presentation and that, that little extra fry at the end really brings out something so special. Delicious. Do you like ramen, Jess? Yeah. For the most part, but it's not something I seek mm-hmm. out. I tend to like, like, I like Korean barbecue. I like mm-hmm. Thai food, but. They yeah. have some good Korean barbecue there, too. And Thai. They have also have the Morimoto, what is it called? Morimoto Asia Street Food, yeah, which is a quick are. service mm-hmm. right outside. Mm-hmm. That one, they have chicken, yep. ramen, and some other, a uh, little more accessible. It's stuff, just for me, it's really, rare really that, good. It's rare that I'm in Central Florida and I want like a hot soup. <laughs> I can fair. see that. Can't do it. And if you if you do, you go for mulligan stew. Yeah, you gotta get the mulligan stew. <laughs> serve it out the oh, skinny video. Pete. I didn't realize you had skinny Pete along with you. Yeah. This. So what is the, what is that area that Morimoto Asia is in? What is that called? I never uh, know the, the areas map, there. Yeah, I gotta look at the map and then cross reference with my area names. I believe it is. I think that's uh, the it's what used to be Plaisir mm-hmm. Island, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the landing, which is the fictional town's transportation hub and marina, oh. featuring nautical themed restaurants and shops. Yes, because the boathouse is very close to Morimoto, Asia. Oh, that's right. And that would make sense because of boats land mm, at yes. a landing. Yeah. Boathouse is a great restaurant. It's. It's fancy, and they have a lovely outdoor bar, and it's a lot of steak and seafood. The outdoor bar is sort of great. Thing. It's out on a dock that stretches out into the water there. Mm-hmm. It's a little bouncy. They have boats that you're not allowed to get in, yeah. apparently. <laughs> I tend to stick to that area because I love Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. I mean, oh, that's yeah. the mm-hmm. top of my list for Disney Springs. Morimoto Asia and that little outdoor bar at Boathouse. And Wine Bar George is right there, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of my new favorites after we... And the Edison. Mm-hmm. And the Edison, yeah. Have you guys ever done the uh, Amphicars there at the boathouse? We keep saying that we want to do that. <laughs> I need to do it in the evening. Every time I'm there, when I think of it, it's 155 degrees, and you're just <laughs> yeah. out there in a convertible on the water. Just, I think I would <laughs> melt. <laughs> but uh, we were there recently, and we're out on that uh, marina bar dock that she was just talking about and watching them all come and go and uh, that looks fun but I, th- I think it's like 150 bucks 125 dollars for... for a 15 minute ride yeah yeah 
I think that's mostly just because those cars are so old and rare. And they can charge hungry. that, yeah. and they do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Disney establishment. Um, so we're, <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the landing area. What else do they have there? Um, Raglan Road <clears throat> is right there as well. Yeah. If you're in the now Raglan Road, if you have and... been in the parks all day and are working a pretty good headache, do not go to this place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't even walk past it. It's so loud. last time I went there, I went there. I you, I had this park warrior it all day and then had like an eight fifty appointment. Went straight from a park to that place, and I wanted to kill my children and my wife and the people sitting around us. It was just so loud and so... Like, it is entertaining, it's fun, but all that step dancing and... Yeah, because the dancers, if you're not right near the main stage, if you're off in one of the little side rooms, they bring a wooden box to dance <laughs> in. case it wasn't going to be loud enough. Yeah. They get up on a box. You can hear the clacks of their dancing. Last time I was there, I was right to the left of the main stage in the main room, about three feet away from the speakers. Mm, and it loud. was also loud and also dancey. Mm. And they just wouldn't. It was unrelenting. <laughs> the food is really delicious. Food is great if you like and the Irish Last fare, time I, I was do. there, there was a fiddler who looked like the main character from um, Outlander, the hot Scottish guy, wearing a kilt, playing the fiddle. I didn't care how loud it was. It was, it was nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you would have loved it, Jess. With All you your heard Scottish was that heritage. <laughs> um, also over there, you've got uh, the uh, well. Now it's paddlefish, right? Anybody know the name of that boat? Oh, that was the Lily Bell or whatever. The oh, Empress no, Lily. The, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Empress Lily Bell's the that's train the train. Yeah, mm-hmm. at, uh, yeah. Uh, and when that first opened, there was actually four restaurants mm-hmm. in that place. I have not it eaten at Paddlefish. I, I had been there in its previous iteration. Mm-hmm. I never went when it was whatever it was before. Uh, it was a whole bunch of things. Paddlefish was- is good. They have. A, I've only been once. I had the world's best uh, Bloody Mary there. They had <clears throat> a skewer of like five shrimp. It had two crab legs. <laughs> One of those kinds of Bloody Yeah, Marys. it was just yeah. the Did it have extravagant Bloody Mary. chicken on top? <laughs> it did not. It wasn't quite that fancy, but it was a, a huge one. Beer, it was really delicious. They rings. have good foods, steak, seafood, the typical things you'd expect at a fancy seafood restaurant. The atmosphere is really nice in there. And then on the top, apparently they have like jazz brunch or some of mm. something like that that they do up top, which well, I have not experienced. Like nice Every time I think mm. about going there, I just end up at Wine Bar George, <laughs> <laughs> which I absolutely mm. love for. Would you like sponsored. to tell us about yeah. wine, wine bar, George? I love it for brunch, lunch, dinner. <laughs> tell us more about it. We, uh, obviously, lunch. you got something on your mind, Heather. <laughs> it's just one of my favorites. And I think Jess is a convert to its deliciousness. Yeah. Any place that has the Saganaki cheese on fire. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's oh, cheese uh, on fire. So good. Yeah, that's fun. And... A little dangerous, yeah. like my sex life. <laughs> it's like that's how I want all my meals to be. A l- fun and a Just little like dangerous. Just like a little life, dangerous. To remind you of Jeff's sex life. <laughs> <laughs> that was more what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> I need one more clean tape. Damn, on that what, are the, what, are the, what are those things we like at the wine bar, George? It's like the fried um, fried mac and cheese balls. It's mac and cheese. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. battered mac and cheese with some kind of delightful sauce. I can't even remember. I've eaten there, eaten there two times very recently. Drawing we a blank on it. It's the all mac and just so good. Balls and the big, big giant charcuterie board that has all the meat mm. and all the cheese. I like to do that is just get appetizers. I've never even ordered one of their big plates. We just get a smattering of all their stuff. And you think I never wanted to go there because I I just really don't drink wine. So I thought it was like there's a couple of places locally that are wine bars that are pretentious and awful. But this is not that. <laughs> it's it's, not you can all. have all the great wine. The service there is always great. And the food is amazing. And you can get a Dole Whip Mimosa. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Yummy. Excellent brunch, mm-hmm. and they have uh, they have some good cocktails too that are not wine. Uh, we tried, we went there to try a new uh, whiskey that they were featuring, and they had a really delicious whiskey cocktail. I, the The whiskey is called Hooten. Was it Hooten Young? Hooten Young, yeah. and the drink yeah. was called the Hooter or the Hoot, something like that. Yeah, I think it was called the Hoot. <laughs> yeah, Hooter. About has, an owl. Hooters yeah. has a TM on yeah. that other with name. <laughs> Something about an owl. I think you're yeah, right. Yeah, I, I had just an old fashioned with the that Hoot and Young whiskey, and it was delightful. And you can almost always see George in there working, polishing glasses. He's a really friendly, great guy. And they, if you are into wine, it's the place to go because the servers all really know their stuff. You can just tell them, you know, I like, I like more fruity wine or I like something dry or just, you know, get, tell them something you have liked and they can recommend something. Off I got to say, I don't love some of that part when they bring you out a wine and it's this huge production. Like, I don't need to hear a 10 minute soliloquy on the wine, pour it and move along. I'm here to talk to these people. But so if that you part, are a pretentious wine like. person, you would love that. Yes. Is anyone on this show married to one of those oh, people? Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> I've recently been to a, a wine bar with Heather and uh, the person in question, and you should hear him uh, wax poetic on uh, fortified wines like ports. And uh, <laughs> I can't stand port. Oh, that just tastes like raisin it's squeezings. Melted. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, port is gross. Bring That's me. what you drink when you're like 13 and something yeah. you find in the cabinet. Bring yeah. me oh, cool. My parents left this. Yeah, bring me a bottle. I got Manischewitz and some port. <laughs> <laughs> Six pack of Harley Davidson beer. <laughs> Mix them all together, and we got ourselves a real nice cup. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I've the only place I've really eaten in Disney Springs is uh, at the Edison, and we've covered that place mm. pretty Edison extensively. So I love uh, that place, though. Mm. We haven't been in a while. Yeah, that place is very delicious. I Last time I was Edison's. there, I think it was Jess's birthday. Yeah, yeah. we had bacon on a clothesline. <laughs> That's really good. Oh, but let's talk. Okay. For one second, I just want to say, get the deviled eggs and you will not be upset. Mm. They're the best deviled eggs I've ever had. Speaking of deviled eggs, they have great deviled eggs at home cooking. Homecoming. Home cooking. That would be uh, Chef What's-His-Face's home cooking. Homecoming. Smith. Homecoming. Oh, yeah. Homecoming. Excuse me. And they left the G off. Smith's homecoming. (laughs) You were so close in by not being close at all. (laughs) 
chef. What's his name's home cooking? That's not it. See, that's that's why it's hard for us to get Jeff to want to go to a southern themed restaurant because he lives in the south with all of the authentic, delicious southern food. And you can get Mm -hmm. it, you know, you can walk two blocks from your house and get that. Yeah. And I people love home Home, coming. Homecoming. <laughs> yeah. People love that place. I We had terrible service the one time I went, and I haven't been anxious to go back, but I do know that that is not the norm, and uh, I look forward to going there mm-hmm. again. Apparently, people love their fried chicken. Mm-hmm. I liked it better when it was at Cracker Barrel. As well. <laughs> you liked it when it was at Shots Barrel. fired. <laughs> Take that, Jeff. Oh, no. <laughs> and your home cooking. <laughs> Uh, What's his name? One of my favorite places to eat there is uh, Frontera Cochina. The... I still haven't tried that place either because I heard some got... mixed reviews in the beginning. I, I've eaten there once and I really enjoyed it. I'm I'm a big fan of Rick Bayless, mm-hmm. the chef. And, uh, and yet, I thought it was Jeff joint? and I ate at one of Rick Bayless's place in Vegas and it was very, very good. It was yeah. at um, Caesars. The only the only complaint I have for this place is I and I don't know if they do this every night because I only ate there once. But when I was there, they had two singers that wandered the dining room with wireless microphones singing oh, no. like Latin pop songs at the top of their lungs. Like, oh, no, like right next to you. I'm like, you are ruining the Pico de Gallo, my friend. Like, you really need to back up. Was there a flamenco guitarist to go Back-away along with? Oh, no, that's not, I would prefer that. That's only at Universal. So. <laughs> Aggressive flamenco. But no, these guys Pico. were, you know, and, and all the ladies at, at my table were very enamored with them. Ah, so. ah, that's, that's the real deal. It. Yeah, and of course, well, <laughs> I didn't hate it because they um, didn't bother me in the slightest, but they were also playing that up and, you know, it was just, it was getting A little weird. much. Getting well, every time I'm... I was trying to eat a quesadilla. Every time I'm <laughs> right across from that place at the Sprinkles ATM, <laughs> I think <laughs> I should go, go check it out. It's good. I like it. I have to get over to Sprinkles sometime this weekend because the... Uh, the pumpkin cupcake is back for the fall. Mm-hmm. And I love a delightful mm-hmm. pumpkin cupcake with some nice cream cheese frosting on I top. I don't get the fascination with this ATM. I think it's stupid. Oh, I don't care about the ATM. The Right now I do that because of the COVID. They're not even letting you into Sprinkles. You have to mobile order. Yeah, yeah that's true. And it's the mobile ordering is uh, annoying. I'd rather just walk up to the ATM and see what they have that day. The mobile ordering right now, the way they're doing it, tends to be their um, like particular variety packs. So it's like you you get a pack of four of their most popular. Whereas at the ATM, you can just go see what they baked that day. And as somebody with social anxiety, I find the ATM to be very nice because I can get a you don't cupcake have, without having to interact to with a human being. To the cupcake people. <laughs> no judgment and how many cupcakes I'm buying. You know, like, that's a good point. That's key. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, since it's, since it's my lunchtime and I'm hungry, can we talk about barbecue for a minute, guys? Mm-hmm. Well, yes, if please. we're going to talk about the polite pig, then yes. I hope so. I want you to tell me all of the wonderful things I can eat at the polite pig because it sounds great. I recommend you go with... Heather and I, and get the giant sampling board. What is that it's thing called? called? The butcher's board. The butcher's board. <laughs> yeah. It's just all of the meats that they have. It's, it's served literally meat. on like one of those big sheet pans. It's like a half a sheet pan if you've worked in yeah. restaurants. Full of meat. That lined with paper and then all of the and meats. Meat. And then you choose two or three sides with it too. So 
that I, I love. They have a uh, homemade uh, barbecue sausage there that's like a cheese stuffed sausage. That's amazing. Mm. And it comes with the pulled pork, mm-hmm. the beef brisket, the smoked turkey. The smoked turkey is really good too. And ribs. <sighs> There's ribs. It reminds me of that. They don't have um, burnt ends, or the, ooh, that's not on that they, board if they do have it. Okay. It reminds me of that board that we get from, or that, that giant uh, variety pack we get from City Works Barbecue in West Michigan, Dan, where it's just yeah. a giant platter of every meat, meat that fest. they make. Yeah, meat palooza. <laughs> Jeff, it looks like you can get, they, they take their burnt ends and grind them up and make them into meat. Barbecue meatballs. Shut your mouth. Okay, I'm getting that. that I'm going to get that enormous board with a side of that. A side of meatballs, please. Pick those up and send them to us. You got it. Um, Mm. Check check your mail in a few days. (laughs) Whiskey caramel. The package might be dripping and it might be a little smelly. (laughs) Follow the flies. Yeah. (laughs) Whiskey caramel Brussels sprouts. Is is the pie pig, it's a chain or it's just yeah, it's a two location florida chain mm. i think that yeah a it's a great addition to the disney springs area. and they have a cool uh sort of half indoor half outdoor bar too that would they open the garage doors up and half the bar mm. faces yeah, out into the street bar. With, with patio seating yeah they've got a i don't really i'm always there at lunch and i'm just concentrating on the meat i've never really mm-hmm. sampled their Meats. bourbons but they have a ton of different bourbons there which Makes sense. Get some Kentucky just, bourbon and some If you're just meat. heading into Disney mm-hmm. Springs and you think you're just going to go uh, shop around in World of Disney and you walk right past there, you have to stop. Well, you come down out of the, is that the Lime Garage? Yes. So the escalator goes directly into, <laughs> almost <laughs> just directly into the plate. Hey, you, you can't help me. Like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, how am I in here? Well, how about we do this since it's lunchtime? How about each of you guys call your shot where you're going for a quick lunch? A quick lunch Not at a sit-down Disney place, Springs. but yeah. That's, yeah, that'd be the polite pig. Well, but I already called the polite pig, so oh, everybody else, you got to pick something else. else. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I never do many of the quick places. There. I'm going to go with something that's completely out of character for me and say Blaze Pizza. You know. Hmm. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I hear that is really good that. too. And I want to try the <laughs> deluxe burger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. that doesn't matter. Oh, there's two places there, and I'm always full of meat when I walk past it, but it's the BB <laughs> B. B. Wolf's sausage. Oh, stand. yeah, they it's got all the different sausage. sausages. But I'm like, it's always 7,400 degrees here, and do I want to get go sausage? There's a poutine place that looks amazing. There's Arista crepes. All of those yeah. sound great, but I don't want to get my food and walk around in the hot. Yeah, the poutine place we Ooh. tried last Thanksgiving because they had a Thanksgiving poutine. That had mm-hmm. it had um, no, it was really good. It was oh, the pilgrim um, poutine. It was smoked smoked turkey and gravy, oh. and then um, cranberry sauce. That it sounds was delightful. Really good. Mm-mm. I could get behind that. But we we need to back up to BB Wolf's though, real quick, because you can get a hot dog with a pastrami Reuben <laughs> on top of it. What? Okay. It's a hot dog with shaved pastrami, Swiss cheese, sauerkraut, and Russian dressing Yum. on a uh, house-made roll. Okay, so picture this. <laughs> Sicily, 1970. Uh-huh. No. Uh, <laughs> here, it's 97 degrees with 97% humidity. You're outside in the hot sun, and you've got that thing to eat. <laughs> yeah, and, and I that just sounds down. like a bad... Case of the meat in sweats. In its okay. defense, it comes with a free Zantac. So, so <laughs> how about I do want to try How that. about we visit BB Wolf's in December? 
Yes. Okay. There you it's go. Deal. <laughs> I always am intrigued, and I walk by that place just after I've eaten every time. It's funny how that happens. And Arista crepes is the same way. I would way. like it's... to try that too, but I never can find it. It's. <laughs> I think it's. Um. I think it's on the new bridge that they built. That's between um Saratoga Springs and Disney Springs. I think it's way at the end of that bridge. Dan near, Leonard is. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, consulting a map. Possibly as we, near. We're clearly um, very prepared for Rainforest Cafe. Oh, back there. Yeah. No yes, wonder. It's, I right, never go over there. it's right at the end of that bridge, mm-hmm. right near Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. Yeah, I never make um, it that far. Because Rainforest Cafe I, is a no. Come for down me. the escalator into <laughs> the light pig and then just go back to the car <laughs> and, and go lay down. <laughs> get, a, get your cupcake from the cupcake ATM and leave. Mm hmm. I find it interesting that nobody picked what seems to be everybody's go-to, the Earl of Sandwich, and I don't I get do why. I like Earl of Sandwich, but there are but, so many other great things there that I, yeah. don't, I, I just don't. i tell you when I did like Earl of Sandwich was when it was at downtown Disney yes, at, at uh, Disneyland because there were far fewer. There's really not a lot of quick mm-hmm. options there, and that was a great, inexpensive place and to And it eat has a quickly. good breakfast yeah. sandwich. If you're staying at the Disneyland Hotel, you can grab a nice... Breakfast sandwich. Everybody goes nuts over that. that, uh, True. Everybody goes nuts for that Thanksgiving sandwich. I I don't know. You can keep your cranberry sauce and shove it up your pie hole. It's really good. But uh, yeah, it's not. But I can get that here. Sure. Or I can make that here. Thanksgiving. You you can make your own Thanksgiving sandwich. (laughs) Violates uh, vacation dining rule number one. That's right. The Thanksgiving sandwich to me tastes like something they would serve at pre-chewed Charlie's. It's like <laughs> the whole Thanksgiving meal gross. chewed up for you and spit back onto a sandwich. That's gross. I don't get it. <laughs> Does anybody like Ooh, the apparently. Rainforest Cafe or T-Rex oh, Cafe? God, no. Now that I don't have small children, <laughs> I will Where never animatronics set... go to die? Yeah, I will never I've never been in Rainforest, again. but I did go to the T-Rex place when Wyatt was little and built him a dinosaur. Yeah, we've done They have that. a Build-A-Bear, but it's dinosaurs yeah, yeah. there. And we did that and we waited, I forget what, we had reservations or whatever, and we still waited like an hour and a half and still hadn't been sat and we'd made our stupid bear, which was why we were there in the first place. So we just left and went and ate something else. The food is overpriced and not even really that exciting. The kids love it. It looks cool in there. If I was seven, I would love that place. (laughs) Especially the T Rex you know one. It's it's a little more interesting for the You know it's kids. A, one of those cheesy places, but it's actually super good. Is a Planet Hollywood there. Since they has, redid it, yeah. Yeah, the conservatory or whatever the new theme is. They have great mm-hmm. food. And I guess I can thank Flavortown USA Mayor Guy Fietti for <laughs> yes. that. But the food is actually really good. <laughs> I haven't tried chicken guy yet. Has has anyone tried? I hear it's mediocre chicken fingers with a bunch of different yeah, sauces. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. I love so, so it's fingers. like Chick-fil-A, that. Different donkey sauces. Gross. Stop mm-hmm. calling it donkey sauce, no, thank dude. I'm you. not eating it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's made out of donkey show, so it's a kind of a God. special rare sauce. <sighs> the donkey has frosted tips, too. No, thank like, you. I don't get it, Jeff. What does that mean? I refer you to the urban dictionary. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I was just going to say that that, that restaurant was conspicuous by not being mentioned. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're Which one, chicken guy. Yeah. Uh, no, thanks. I just haven't tried it. For yeah. quick service. It, it, I tend to do the polite pig mm-hmm. period. It, it apparently does very well. And a lot of that has to do with its relative location, location near the, uh, 
the other escalators from the yeah. parking lot. It's, it's near the movie it's theater. Like the barbecue place that dumps you right in front of it. And it's chicken tenders, so it's accessible to yeah. the masses. Yeah, it's inexpensive. It's near that movie theater, too. And if you're coming to that end of things from the orange parking deck, it's mm-hmm. right there. If you're yeah, missing yeah, Club Cool at Epcot, you can go to the Coca-Cola experience and go up to their That's rooftop true. A little that's uh, nice up there yeah, yeah it's beautiful up there you can see all of disney springs and you can do a flight of weird <laughs> beverages from around the world that, that you Coca-Cola do have to pay sends. for them there you it's do. not free samples and that's not an acceptable replacement to club cool because the floors aren't sticky <laughs> they smell true. like a dead hobo okay. i was just gonna say that it doesn't have that weird bar mat no, smell not. that the- <laughs> that place just i mean like when they tore it down it must have just been all mildew and like Ugh. rotting sugar it just yeah. that place was i love club cool though i love being in there but only i for just had to leave my second. shoes behind because they were stuck to the floor <laughs> <laughs> just I'll bring a spare pair and carry them out <laughs> Uh, yeah, that what is the Coca Cola experience? Mm-hmm. It's a cool looking building, and then it, it's like you know, four I guess floors, all the all, all the foreign Coca-Cola. travelers love to come get the Coca Cola American. Yes, yeah, I grew up in Atlanta. Stuff. That does not yeah. do it for me. I've had enough. You can also get a flight <laughs> of of Coke floats that are made from all oh. of the, but but they do have Beverly. And then, can you get a Beverly float? Oh, uh-huh, you sure can. Wow, Ooh. I might have to do that. Do they serve the? I haven't been there in a while. Do they serve the the quat? That was mm-hmm. my favorite. They do cool, cool one. I think so there's good. there's there's two there's a couple different levels of flight, but it's, but if you get all of them that they serve, I think it's twenty different cokes oh, wow. from around the world. Oh, and probably, then they yeah. give you a little card that tells you what each one is. And it's surprisingly cool up there. Mm-hmm. It's all open air up on the rooftop bar, but it's covered, and because of the way it's open on the sides you get a great breeze going through there it's real nice not a bad there. spot to hang out do they have an actual bar where they use all coke products as mixers yes. because that mm-hmm. could, yeah do they? you can okay. get you can get a, a liquor ices Uzi, too like Uzi coke icy yeah mm, fancy mm, nice. i like booze uh, <laughs> i'm looking over i'm looking over the list of of Dining options. I think we've hit a lot a of, lot of the highlights. There's a new Italian Springs ones that I've never been to. We've talked What's in the, the past one next about to Paddlefish. Oh yeah, that the new brand new one is. I think it's called Terralina. Terralina. Yeah. Yeah. Italian. Yeah, that one is the most recently opened one, but we've. I've not been there. I love Enzo's Hideaway. Mm. It's fantastic. We've covered yeah. that, I think, before on earlier podcasts. But I love the vibe down yeah. there. It's just small and cool, and the food is just huge too. Like I recommend. I, I never do this, but I recommend others do it. <laughs> you split a split an entree when you go there because it's fairly pricey yeah. anyway, but the portions are enormous. And I haven't tried Maria and Enzo's upstairs. Um, but yeah, it's, and it's, it's modeled. Yeah. It's designed to look like an old airport mm-hmm. that now serves Italian food. Like what? <laughs> yeah, you're running out of story odd. ideas, Imagineers. <laughs> Come on. Oh no, they're not. I'm, there's <laughs> there's stories behind all these. But man, oh, sometime we could talk about the the insane story behind uh, Pleasure Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, nice. mm. that place was cool. I never. Um, yeah. The other, the newest. I think the newest place we've tried there is the. City Poorhouse. It's a little. I love that. Oh, yes. Mm, it's great. City Works. Yeah, City, City Works. works. Poorhouse. Poor yeah. house. Yeah. Mm. Good food. And, and we just went there again the other night to visit my beautiful face on the giant screens. That is true. We they have a thing you, you post on your social media and tag it on there. And then it, 
it cycles through and not a lot of people do no. it, I guess, because it said there's only like 150 <laughs> of these tags. And so my big dumb face and one of me and Heather and one of us with some other people too, just kept cycling up on this enormous mm-hmm. screen on the wall, which I'm a fan of. Oh, you know one that we, have, we <laughs> haven't talked about is Haleo. Which oh, is yes. another of my favorites. I thought favorites. it was pronounced Jalio. <laughs> and that is Chef Rick Bayless's place. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> Jose Andres. It's so <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> they have temporarily, during the during times, suspended their tasting menu, but they still have mm. most of the elements of it. So we were there last week with some friends and we... <laughs> It composed our own taste. Just tell them menu. you love the tasting menu, and they sort of recreated mm-hmm. it for us. They bring it all. It's all small plate, tapas, tapas style, uh, amazing food and weird stuff you'd never like. If when you read the description, you're like, "Why would I order that?" But it's like a yeah, what was that, that little lettuce stuff with endive cup. It's yeah. like the core of an endive hollowed out and and stuffed with like some kind almonds of and orange almond slices. and cream cheesy and an orange wedge. It like, sounds really bizarre, but then when you eat it, you're like, "Wow, that was delightful." On paper, it sounds really stupid, but it's so good. And I <laughs> during when when things get back to normal, I cannot recommend going there and just allowing yourself to try the tasting menu. Yeah, because you it's nothing pick super weird. Like they're not going to bring you like squid eyeballs or, or anything super weird there's nothing too out of the ordinary in there but it's, it's just wild combinations of flavors and textures one of that the are dishes is called great. patatas bravas and it's basically brave potatoes fr- yeah brave potatoes <laughs> chopped up deep fried potatoes and it's topped with an aioli and a red uh, spicy red sauce so it's like mayonnaise and mm. this red sauce it's kind of like those breakfast uh Potatoes, like the big cubes, mm-hmm. breakfast uh-huh. kind of fried like that, and then s- tossed in this sauce. It's and as so you stir good. it up and eat the potatoes, it's so good. It sounds so basic, but it's so good. What's that thing they serve? They bring they bring out this fancy like Disney pillow yeah, it looks with like a these pillow little from fried uh, chicken fritters. What is? Yeah, chicken fritters. It's like a stuffed some kind of chicken it's like a crab cake but a chicken but with cake chicken and cheese mm. yeah does it come with the chicken candle to go with it <laughs> I wish. Over there's no beef candles anywhere at Disney beef Spring. our guests <laughs> we still need that t-shirt <laughs> yes. uh speaking speaking of beef candles last week we were also talking about uh reasonable places to get a steak or that was two weeks ago uh how's stk and they, their food is very good the One caveat is uh, the only two times that I have gone was Thanksgiving night. And before the pandemic, they took advantage of the increased traffic by basically doubling the capacity of their restaurant and shoving tables into every possible corner. So it was very, very uncomfortable. Yeah, they have a rooftop uh, terrace part of it that's normally would be lovely but they put not only all the tables that used to be out there but also literally those six foot banquet tables Card the tables. little plastic ones you buy at like costco mm-hmm. through and put those all out there it. so that we had uh four we had seven of us at one of these little tables that was about mm-hmm. my shoulder was about seven inches from the table next to us it was very it, uncomfortable it was kind of ridiculous the food was really good and the service for considering what was happening on thanksgiving night was nuts mm-hmm. But the service was great and the food was good. I think you guys all got the Thanksgiving prefix menu kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, tradi- they serve a traditional I got a filet and it was really, really good. 
So, so I would definitely go back there for a steak when it's not, when they haven't tried to double the capacity and of the, the seating. The vibe and the des- design and everything inside is really mm-hmm. nice. And the food is great. The steaks are Very are chic really and good. contemporary and smells like cooked meats, which mm, I am meats. a fan of. <laughs> but they do have a dangerous uh, stairwell that you have to line up on while you wait for your <laughs> table upstairs. So <laughs> you'd be, want to be aware of that. Did you know that Wine Bar George, sorry, this is a complete change of topic, but <laughs> I'm just, I'm just browsing here. Did you know that Wine Bar George, no, they've got a, a to-go they counter do. where you can get charcuterie baskets yep. to go. And oh. frosé. You can walk up to the window yeah. and get yourself a frosé and a charcuterie basket and just be you know, very yeah. happy. I need to do that, but I'm usually across the street at Hangar Bar mm, after filling Hanger myself bar. with meat at the polite pick. <laughs> Apparently I need to try some of the other <laughs> <laughs> not only has great drinks and is Indiana Jones themed, but they also have some really good food there. I had mm-hmm. some uh, pork belly tacos there the last time I was there. Oh man, were they good? Pork yeah, belly. Yeah, I usually just drink there, but I have everything I've tried there has been wonderful. I could tell yeah. Dan's a fan of pork belly by his reaction to that pork belly taco. It just sounds taco. really delicious. <laughs> taco, tacos in general sound really yes. good right now. Um, so. So I think we've we've pretty well stuffed ourselves. Uh, do you guys do any shopping while you're there oh, ever? Absolutely. Any hot tips for good places to, to shop? I love the marketplace co-op down mm-hmm. in the marketplace end of things. It's all several different. It's all basically a Disney store, but it's made to look she-she like a, like a um, vegetable market or something. But it's all laid out. So your purses are in here and your homewares are in here and your electronics are in here. And, and I like the one, one that has all the cool Jeff Granito designs. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, they have a all lot the of artwork. Stuff mm, they have yeah. a, a, a specifically little shop for all of your Disney dog wear leashes and harnesses and yes, cute little my, t-shirts for your chihuahua. My chihuahua tiny may or may not have many, many items from this yes. store. <laughs> uh, they have a little spot where you can make your own phone case. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It's always nice. D-Tech. Yeah. I like the Disney style store that they put in. That's, um, it's actually on the opposite end. That's down by the theaters and they have all sorts of the, the cute, whatever the cutest, trendiest Disney wear is. Yeah. That's for all the trendy Mm -hmm. stuff and the way they merchandise everything. There's real Mm -hmm. cute. And they have a teacup, uh, ride vehicle in there that you can get a little photo op in of you and your gal pals. You still can even in these, Uncertain times. Even during the weirds, you can do it. <laughs> that I like. Uh, if you stop into Uniqlo, yeah, yes. you wouldn't know it, but you can. They have some really, really cool, more trendy Disney shirts. And download their app, and your first time there, you get like ten percent off. And they're a lot cheaper. Yeah, you can get like cool a ten dollar t shirt. If I was the size of either of you guys, I would love it. There. Definitely, <laughs> you can tell that it's a Japanese establishment because it's definitely yeah. not for the big and tall gentlemen. Their stuff is a little more fitted even than American yes. cut stuff. So even if the the highest they go is two X and it fits more like an XL. Mm-hmm. So I can't I can't wear a thing in there. But I like to go in there and watch well, other they have people. Lots have lots of great Disney tees that are cheap. The quality is much better than the shirts that I've been getting at Disney. And the prices they're like too. ten bucks mm-hmm. for shirts. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah, and, and most of the time that I've gone in there they will have a, a sale like a you know buy two and you get one for half mm-hmm. off. So they're always running some sort of sale, and I have a million shirts from them at this point. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, they tend to be a lot trendier. And they have a lot a of like cooler than what they have. Really yeah. And underwear. Yes. People apparently love their underwear. Who like <laughs> knew? Good to know. Um, so is that wraps it up for shopping? How about entertainment? We can't we can't go to the void anymore. No more void. We don't want to go to the NBA experience. Uh, no, that's uh, just garbage. What I do love we, about it. And there's some of this for... still going on, but during the normal times, there was just performances everywhere. Guy with a guitar over here or band mm-hmm. over here. And there's all different little mm-hmm. small stage setups out on the Margarita Bar, which is down near that co-op thing. Have out you on there, the, they um, always have a guy singing and playing guitar and while the margaritas yeah, flow. It's nice. Where they have a stage where um the high school's you know choral group yeah just down from that groups. is where the big sort of it's almost like a little small amphitheater mm-hmm. thing in there have you seen the moving piano player no no have you guys never seen that no what is this no. so tell me it's 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 a, a not like a full like grand piano but a full upright piano on wheels with a player <laughs> and huh. as she is playing it is touring through disney what? springs yeah. How? Paddle it to move? I'm or, pretty uh, sure it's it's probably like push the trash can where control. there's a cast yeah. member nearby with a controller that's just kind of because it moves very running slowly, over children while she's got lights on it. Plays the entertainer. <laughs> it's got lights on it, and they're the like she she just continuously plays as she rolls through Disney Springs. That's, huh. that's fun. I love the piano that's out in front of uh, Coca Cola Corner at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I oh, guess yeah. Casey. Is there one? Is there a piano at Casey's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I never see the one there, but whenever I'm at Disneyland, it seems like they're more right likely the to have the piano player out. Yeah. Yeah, it's by the patio where you can sit down. At I Casey's. love that. that. If that could just drive that around, that makes it even cooler. Mm-hmm. There's also House of Blues. I've never been there, but they do have relatively have big, big shows. Yeah, big shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, can, you can buy tickets now for the new well, I'm show. I'm excited that's... to see the new Cirque show. Uh, I cannot wait. It, it was supposed to amazing. premiere in April, I think, mm-hmm. of this year. Get in there before Cirque folds all together. <laughs> no, surely not. Someone will buy that. It's you know, too... What are they going to do? Open the gates and let all the French clowns free? They got to go. <laughs> 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 yeah. That would be Jess's yeah. nightmare. I loved the Lanuba <laughs> show that used to be there. And uh, I, honestly, I've seen so many Cirque shows, and only one of them was stupid. <laughs> Yes. Ah. Which one was it? Ka, which Las was the, it's the martial arts themed one in Vegas. We thought it was going to be amazing oh, just from the What's, look of it. And it was terrible. What's, terrible. Isn't there one with a giant snail and an adult baby? That one is fantastic. It's called The Never End Story. That one is called <laughs> Mystere. And it's hysterical. <laughs> it's so good. But it's still, the problem with Ka was they were trying to. Was it recreate some type of... Um, there was a storyline. It yeah. was supposed to be like a Peking opera. That's so what it is, Peking it, the, opera. The storyline was... Usually they don't have a lot of storyline. It's just weird stuff, and there's sort of an overarching theme, like but you have all the acts. This cool one stuff. was just karate, and I don't even know what was supposed to be happening. It made no... no. There was some impressive... There's always impressive design yeah. and set pieces. It was just all so, simulated martial arts. None of the acrobatics and cool... Yeah, and the two or three parts so. that were amazing were the acrobatic mm-hmm. part. And there was not much of it. <laughs> but that's not at Disney Springs. There is so. the one. Um, <laughs> what is the. What is the. That's the one where they were in. Uh, Knocked up. That's the knocked movie. Knocked up, where they do mushrooms <laughs> yes, and go watch Mr. Paul, Paul okay. Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. And, <laughs> what's his name? 
the Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Thank Seth, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they get high on shrooms and go see it. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's you you really don't even need the uh, psychedelics. It's that funny <laughs> and, and weird. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for hanging out with us again this week. Thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to eat to the beat and shop till you drop at Disney Springs or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has a 220-foot 19th century Louis XV style stern wheeler paddle wheel steamship with two crenellated smokestacks full of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Wow. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to check. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Just Word the of mouth. Just the tips. Word of mouth is always the best way to help score our show. If you have a friend or two that you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great. Send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. And don't forget, we've got that brand new voicemail option. Just click on the little floating microphone on the bottom of the page and you can record a message, question, thoughts, comments, questions... I said oh, that already. There's so uh, many questions. <laughs> right, uh, right from the safety of your, right from the safety of your computer, and we'll be happy to answer them on the air. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week, and we'll see you real soon. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Don't go to Chicken Gas. <laughs> <laughs> to ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.